You're listening to E-Commerce Fastlane, Episode 7. Welcome to E-Commerce Fastlane, the podcast show to help you build, launch, grow, and scale a wildly successful e-commerce company. Listen to real conversations with proven practical strategies and success stories. Learn how to generate more traffic, more sales, more profit, and customer lifetime value for your Shopify store. And now, your host and e-commerce entrepreneur, Steve Hey there, it's Steve, and welcome back to another episode of E-Commerce Fastlane Podcast. If this is your first time listening, this is an e-commerce show where we have honest and transparent conversations about building and thriving online with your online store powered by Shopify. New episodes are available each week in iTunes and Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play. Yep, there's more, Spotify, or you can get notifications by email uh, by signing up at uh, ecommercefastlane.com. Now, on today's episode, I'm uh, chatting with Agatha. Now, she's the uh, Vice President, uh, VP of Marketing and that for Klaviyo. And it's an extremely popular email marketing platform with a very tight integration with Shopify. And she's going to talk about email automation and kind of its capabilities uh, to really help you, the store owner, to kind of increase your sales, uh, retention of these customers, uh, you know, and then most importantly, I think would be to build uh, kind of brand loyalty. So Agatha, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Steve. I'm really glad to be here. Oh, great. You know, kind of before we jump into some topics, because I've been thinking about a few different things that I want to discuss because email is is a really important uh, uh, strategy and tactic that needs to be uh, executed by a store owner literally from day one. Uh, but, but kind of before we jump into it, I thought maybe it would be great to learn a little bit about you and kind of like your career journey kind of so far with Clavio. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I've been with Clavio for just about two years now. Um, but this space, email marketing, marketing automation has been near and dear to my heart for much longer than that, um, for about 16 years now. So mm. when I first started, uh, I worked with a media company and we were all about sending really targeted, um, really relevant email-based campaigns to folks. And we had to do it through a proprietary system. It took us like six months to get any sort of meaningful data into it um, to, to do the kind of things that we knew would work really well to get that right message to the right person at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really exciting to be able to fast forward to today and look around and know that I am fortunate enough to be part of a company that's taking that that you know more advanced kind of functionality, really um, making it possible for anyone who's selling anything online to get uh, really relevant, really um, important information to their to their customers with email. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, so I, I guess maybe we'll dig into a little bit more from a high level first about Clavio. So, can you share? Do you have any superpowers with the the platform, or you know, or even more importantly, does it have like really? How does it help? Uh, I guess a Shopify store owner actually make money. Yeah, so carrying on that that theme that I started at, um, Clavio is really all about delivering what I'll call enterprise functionality or what used to be really enterprise functionality at mm. entrepreneurial speeds, right? So the world is super competitive today. Um, e-commerce has never been so competitive. There's so many stores out there. So you not only need to be equipped to do the kind of marketing that really works well, um, that gets that right message to the right person, but you have to be able to execute on it quickly. Um, you can't let your technology you know, slow you down. Uh, and that's really what we're about when we talk about enterprise functionality at entrepreneurial speeds. Right. 
Yeah, that's fantastic. And then so um, I also noticed too quite a few merchants that I uh, have access to um, that I you know deal with on a daily basis. I see that a lot of people have kind of added um, you know the uh, Clavio uh, app and connected their store to it. So I find there's a quite a tight kind of integration and stuff with Shopify. Yeah, that's really our uh, our secret sauce or our superpower, as you mentioned earlier. So. We're really good at getting the important data out of a Shopify store and um, kind of storing in Clavio, making it possible, really unlocking it uh, so that you can use it to make sure that you're getting in front of folks when they're, you know, for instance, uh, looking at a product at your store, but not, you know, before they even add it to the shopping cart, or if they've added something to the shopping cart and, you know, you want to communicate with them, send them an abandoned cart, but you want to treat your uh, current customers a little bit differently than folks who have never bought from you before, right? Getting all of that information out of Shopify, but then storing in a way that makes it really usable. And again, really um, straightforward to get those targeted messages out to folks is what Clavio is um, really built for, really designed for. I see. So can you dig into maybe some of the specific kind of details that kind of make Clavio kind of a great choice for someone uh, wanting to get into this industry and, and uh, really help kind of build their email list and, you know, end of the day, just try to increase their lifetime value of customers? Yeah. So uh, again, Clavio really is built more as an analytics engine, a data ingestion engine first and an email platform um, second, right? So uh, because we're so good at getting all of that information into the software, into the platform, uh, it's very straightforward to do the sort of automation, to do the core e-commerce flows, the things like your um, your welcome series, your reactivation campaigns, your upsell campaigns, your abandoned carts, your browse abandonment. Um, we make that really sort of straightforward. We, we will actually take uh, what we know works best in terms of the number of emails that should go in a series and the timing of that series and prepackage it for you. Uh, you can also run campaigns, get pretty powerful, pretty deep with segmentation based on you know, products previously purchased, based on um, the timeline within uh, which somebody made a purchase, based on how much they spent with your store. Uh, we'll also... Uh, enable things like an automated sync with Facebook so that you can use all of that power, um, all of that segmentation capability to drive your Facebook and your Instagram campaigns. So we have some customers doing pretty great things um, in terms of using email and social side by side and, and doing things like running an abandoned cart campaign on Facebook. Um, so there's just a lot of really cool, really effective things that you can do with Clavio because we are fundamentally so good at getting that information, that data out of Shopify. Yeah, that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. So, so what, are, what are some of the most important flows or automation that uh, Shopify store owners uh, you know, typically uh, want to run uh, for their stores? Yeah, so there are uh, kind of a core set of e-commerce flows that absolutely everybody should be thinking about from day one. So there is your abandoned cart campaign when somebody has um, added something to their cart, started a checkout, but not completed it. Uh, there's your welcome email for folks um, when they first make a purchase, your post-purchase upsell with related or similar products, um, uh, and your browse abandonment campaigns for folks who are, you know, again, looking at something online, but maybe not taking action on it. Right. Um, 
on a revenue per recipient basis, which is the kind of core uh, metric that we look at here at Clavio. It's not just, you know, it's not about your open rates, not about your click rates. It's not even about the number of people who are on your email list. It's fundamentally like how well you're monetizing that, what your revenue per recipient is. Um, we know that flows, uh, and that's what we call our automated emails here at Clavio. We call them flows. Um, but we know that those flows that are targeting, you know, actively engaged prospects and shoppers, things like abandoned carts will always outperform um, campaigns, will always outperform email blasts um, up to, you know, 11x. Oh, wow. That's unbelievable. Yep. Yep. So not not running those flows, not turning those things on um, is literally leaving money on the table. And when I talk to merchants, when I talk to um, folks in the space, you know, the number one reason why they don't do it is because they feel like it's, it's complicated and there's only so many hours in a day, uh, there's only, you know, so much time that you can really devote to trying to learn how to um, get the stuff up and running, or how to use your software, but Clavia makes it really straightforward to do. Right. You know, and it makes me think too, that there's one more flow. I mean, those are great flows, actually, you know, when you have abandoned cart and welcome sequence, these are ones that I definitely recommend and, uh, you know, definitely cart abandonment sequence and just like a whole strategy behind that. Um, one I would add um, that I find very effective um, is a product reviews flow. Yes. And, you know, I think it's great because, you know, the idea there is you can really add the kind of the social proof uh, with product reviews kind of like right on the product details page. And it just it just kind of significantly improves the conversion rate, you know, and it's great to see that, you know, that, that Clavio is kind of integrated too with like all the popular kind of review platforms, uh, be it Yachtpo or JudgeMe or Stamp.io, I believe you're also connected with. So it's, it's, it's nice that there's this Clavio integration and, and, uh, you know, you're now able to create this kind of an, an automated kind of email to kind of target specific customer groups, you know, based on their recent uh, content submission or review. And, you know, for me, I look at it, you know, end of the day, it really is about building customer loyalty and this kind of, you know, customer lifetime value. Absolutely. And, and look, the number one reason why people buy the thing that they're motivated by the most, uh, is that word of mouth and that social proof. So absolutely. Um, that's a core kind of marketing activity, um, that folks should be doing as well. Awesome. So you hear a lot about, uh, and you mentioned it too, about this whole segmentation. So there's flows, which are kind of like your take on uh, the automation part and, you know, uh, the right email at the right time to the right customer. But then the other part of it, I guess, would be the segmentation part of that email list. So can you kind of share some of your, obviously you have lots of insights into <laughs> kind of what segmentation is or uh, and maybe even some best practices of segmentation? Yeah, so segmentation is this this term that just gets tossed around a whole lot. But you know, when you really really <laughs> dive into it, um, yeah, it means, means slightly different things, uh, really, to different people. But um, at a, at the highest level, I mean, segmentation is just the pillar concept of marketing, right? It's it's just saying, hey, here's our our approach or the way that we are going to look at the world so that we can get that right message to the right person at the right time, so they take the action that we want them to take, right? right. So there's some basic opportunities um, for segmentation that are really available to all e-commerce uh, merchants really from day one, um, like the example I just gave with the abandoned cart flow, right? If you have folks that are abandoning carts and they have previously bought from you, you might want to treat them a little bit differently than folks who are buying for the first time, right? Uh, you might want to give people who are buying for the first time maybe a little extra incentive to get them across the line, um, or you might want to acknowledge or reward folks who have um, bought from you previously. So 
um, right from the beginning, really the way to think about segmentation is, hey, who who really cares about this message that I'm that I'm sending? You know, who who cares, and how do I want to talk to different groups a little bit differently? Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, in general, I will say you need a little bit of scale uh, to your contact list before you start really getting into the nitty gritty of segmentation. Um, yeah, you don't want to use you know twenty different con- conditions to try to sell to left-handed dentists in Georgia. <laughs> if you've got you know five hundred folks that are signed up, you're just going to drive yourself a little bit crazy. Right. Um, but we do have some great content around getting started with segmentation or really getting to the next level with segmentation as well on the Clavio blog. Mm-hmm. And we've been spending a lot of time recently um, chatting with some of our customers um, and chatting with folks in the space about uh, using an adaptation of the, uh, of the RFM model to create a segmented view of the world. Um, and RFM stands for Recency, Frequency, and Monetary Value. Uh, just a fancy way of saying, hey, look at your overall database and pay attention to how recently people bought or engaged with you. Um, pay attention to how often they do it. And when they buy, pay attention to how much money they spend with you, um, because those are some of the most powerful indicators um, to bucket your database into different groups that are fundamentally motivated by different things, but also um, support different kind of marketing strategies. You know, So for instance, you might want to take your VIPs, your high rollers, the people who bought uh, recently who buy a lot and who spend you know more than the average amount with you and really target them with those product review campaigns that we were just talking about because they're really your most likely bet to be um, strong advocates. Yeah, definitely. I found that too, is that, you know, they always say that it's, it's easier to kind of resell to people that are your existing customers than it is to kind of go out and acquire new customers. Yep. Yes. So that's a, you know, a pretty straightforward strategy that anybody should. Now, what about, um, do you have any specific Shopify merchants that you can uh, discuss at all? Yeah, we have, uh, a customer of ours, Taylor Stitch, um, who are using uh, Shopify, who kind of came to Clavio, really specifically looking to get a more segmented uh, approach to their marketing. And so when they started out, they started out with kind of a series of experiments. uh, And their first one was was, uh, just taking a look at their database and segmenting it by folks who had engaged with them recently, who had um, just responded to their marketing and people who didn't and testing a promotion that went out to them um, and saw, you know, all of their revenue basically coming from folks who had engaged with them recently. And then they kept building on top of that, right? They started saying, okay, well, it's one thing to engage with our marketing, but what if we start looking at people who have looked at specific product categories on the site or expressed interest in um, different uh, different products uh, in the past? How do we start taking this data that's available to us and really um, building up to a you know a little bit of a more sophisticated, more advanced, segmented view of the world, uh, and at the end of the day, they've actually increased their revenue uh, per recipient by sixty percent with Clavio. Um, really, primarily driven through the segmentation that they're doing. So, there's some great content on our site. There's a great case study about a uh, about the folks over at Taylor Stitch that talks about both what they did, but also um, how they went about doing it and how they made it work. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I that I would definitely recommend. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, thanks so much for sharing that. So I think that's the key to the whole thing is that you know there's quite a few competitors kind of in the space um, that uh, you know that 
a Shopify store owner could actually use and connect to their store and start collecting email addresses and start doing these sorts of things. But at the end of the day, it seems that uh, uh, Clavio really has it dialed in uh, with Shopify um, and a lot of Shopify, a lot of success stories uh, that I see and even a lot of your partners uh, that are, I guess, uh, your furthermost partners uh, through Clavio. Is that how you, um, like, for example, I think there's FuelMate, I think is one of your partners. Yep. They're one of our, uh, our agency partners. Yep. Oh, agency partners. Okay, great. So I guess we're nearing kind of the end of the show, but I thought maybe uh, we get a couple of closing comments. You've shared like a lot of information. I think this is fabulous. Like, thank you so much. But um, is there anything that you'd like to leave our listeners with today? Yeah, I guess the number one thing for me is, uh, and, and the part that I feel so strongly about is, um, I think it's such a mistake to think that you know, your only options are to either take a lot of time to do the more advanced stuff or move faster, but leave some money on the table because you just, you know, opt out of doing some of the things that ultimately work better because they do get that more relevant message to, to your consumer, your customers and your prospects. Um, so the thing I feel really strongly about and the thing that really prompted me to join Clavio in the first place is, you know, you don't have to settle. It's a different world out there. You definitely don't need to settle. You can do the advanced um, type of marketing and you can still move quickly, move at those entrepreneurial speeds um, if you've got the right partners. And, you know, we've, we've really, really spent a lot of time and been really dedicated to making sure that we have such a strong integration with Shopify that we can get all the information that we need um, to run those more kind of advanced, sophisticated marketing campaigns. Um, so that we can make that possible. Right. So uh, don't settle. That's <laughs> that's number one. Awesome. Uh, and I guess the number number two thing is uh, since I can relate as someone who has an impossible to pronounce name, um, <laughs> I, I probably should say that for the record, it is it is Clavio, okay. um, like Clay, the letter V, letter O. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it's spelled. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say that's exactly right because I have so many times when I have merchants or just other people in the industry and is it Clavio? Is it Clavio? And it's nice to finally, for the record, <laughs> we know yeah. that it actually is pronounced Clavio. Yes, trust me. It is a it is an ongoing topic of conversation around the office here too. I think we've got a video somewhere um, that just uh, goes through the many variations that people typically use. But it is Clavio. It is the K. It's a completely made up name and. Uh, and if you're really curious, uh, I'd encourage folks to write in and, and maybe um, even ping our CEO and ask him one day to tell the story <laughs> of how Clavio got its name. <laughs> That's super cool. So, uh, so I guess it's Clavio.com. So K-L-A-V-I-Y-O, Clavio.com. And how do they get, uh, I guess, how do, they, how do they get started? Is it somewhere in the admin, I guess? Yeah, so uh, you can visit our site. Um, you can sign up there and get started and check out a free trial or ask for a demo. Mm -hmm. um, you can also just go through the Shopify app store um, through Shopify admin and just search for Clavio uh, and add it to your store from there. Oh, awesome. Well, you know what? Uh, just once again, thank you, uh, Agatha, for, for coming on the show. It's My just, pleasure. You know, like just, you know, it's great to someone with your expertise. You've been in the industry a very long time and just kind of sharing your knowledge and that just, you know, right now about how Clavio, sorry, <laughs> I'm even doing it, <laughs> how Clavio and email automation can, you know, can really help or significantly kind of impact the bottom line for Shopify brand. And I think, uh, you know, if you're listening to the show and, um, uh, 
uh, you're not using email at the point at this point or using a different platform, it's certainly worth uh, giving them a shot and uh, uh, getting a demo and uh, you know getting set up with their free trial. Um, I'll leave you with one stat that I think is um, uh, pretty powerful that I've that I found online actually from one of your partners, and you know they they say that email um, is 40 times more effective at acquiring new customers than Facebook and Twitter combined. Wow. So I like that stat. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. So well, once again, thanks, Agatha, for coming on the show. And uh, yeah, have a great day. Thanks so much, Steve. My pleasure. Well, I hope you enjoyed my conversation today with uh, Agatha from Aclavio. You know, really the speed of this kind of e-commerce rocket ship that we're all on is pretty wild, you know, and, you know, the innovation and the updates uh, that are you know, that continue to happen, like really, it's just, it's evolving. It's really quite staggering if you think about it, you know, and, you know, and Clavio certainly is part of this. And, you know, since this recording, uh, they've had uh, many platform updates and uh, they recently announced too this new uh, feature called a flow library. Um, so I jumped into the admin um, and had a look and, you know, it's quite interesting when I, when I see the different types of flows and this is going to be like a repository of kind of information and flows that you can use uh, from within your instance of Clavio and, you know, things like, you know, abandonment cart or uh, browse abandonment, which is an interesting one because some people um, only have cart abandonment uh, uh, activated uh, in their Shopify store. But it's interesting uh, by connecting uh, Clavio that maybe people are just looking at different products and you still want to be able to have an opportunity to be able to um, uh, market to them, um, even though maybe they haven't quite added it to the card yet or customer winbacks maybe they made one purchase and they haven't uh, come back for a second uh, purchase um, post purchase follow-ups which you can talk about in a minute um, subs- you know welcome sequence which we call like a subscriber welcome um, any kind of transactional or kind of special kind of tagged profiles inside Shopify you're able to create special dedicated flows and you know, and they talk about uh, some of the goals here too, about like, you know, nurturing your prospects or converting into sales or upsells and cross sells are all kind of in there or building loyalty, um, you know, or engaging kind of lapsed customers. Um, and, you know, an important part of kind of maintaining a, a list of contacts, uh, customers or not, is kind of sunsetting kind of unengaged subscribers. And they really have a great uh, flow or sequence that they recommend, um, you know, why pay for an engaged uh, customer on your list that just kind of uh, defeats the purpose of open rate and conversion rate um, if none of the emails are being opened or they're just completely disengaged and or not even going to that email address anymore um, you know I noticed a, a couple and you know and digging deeper and there was a couple that are really quite interesting, you know, like happy birthday email, you know, they're mentioning here that it kind of fosters a more kind of personal relationship kind of with your customers kind of, you know, by being part of their birthday celebration. And, you know, this uh, flow triggers an email like literally on their birthday. Um, pretty amazing. And obviously the uh, the engagement and conversion rate is quite high because uh, it's kind of a, you know, it's an important day uh, of the year. Um, you know, they also have, you know, like maybe like a first purchase anniversary, which I thought is an interesting little flow or a back in stock flow. That's an interesting one too, where inventory goes to zero, then you replenish your stock be nice to have a uh, clavio kind of trigger a sequence of events that happens saying hey you know this item you looked at uh, is now back in stock and interesting little flow they have that i thought was great um winbacks you know made one purchase and uh you know kind of new versus returning and the flow kind of will help with that and i think that's great 
Um, a great welcome sequence, I think, is key. A lot of people are not doing it. Um, I think it's uh, it really sets the tone for the brand. It just builds a lot of brand loyalty right away when someone uh, creates an account or makes a first purchase. It's not just getting a receipt. Do you have a proper kind of welcome sequence? Well, they have a lot of the flows pre-built out here, and you can uh, go in and change, you know, the tone, the language, some of the text, um, and, the, and you know, the graphics and stuff that kind of will match your website. But you know, having a welcome series um, set up, I think, is a is a, is a smart way of running your brand. Um, you know, another, a couple of neat ones too that I found that I like um, are kind of tagging VIP customers. And, um, you know, the idea is that, you know, they mentioned that, you know, retaining your best customers, you know, by treating them kind of like VIPs. And, you know, this flow will kind of automatically tag your VIPs. And um, so you can then, you know, use that segmentation um, for further flows that you may come up with. Um, you know, they always say, and I mentioned it in the show that, you know, email is, you know, literally 40 times uh, more powerful uh, than, you know, other methods of, uh, of marketing. And because you have direct access to their inbox, you know, they've opted in uh, through a newsletter or through a previous order. And, uh, you know, it's really a way of kind of engaging the brand and kind of uh, just being intentional and being top of mind. So, um, you know, the last couple others in here, um, you know, that I thought were interesting. Obviously, the I mentioned that this whole sunset kind of unengaged subscribers, interesting uh, f- a framework they have here about, you know, any people that are just, you know, they just haven't engaged with the, with the brand. You can tag them and then uh, choose to facilitate some kind of a cleaning process with your list. Um, so, yeah, so pretty neat uh, things in here. It looks like this is an ongoing um uh, section uh, from within the admin of Clavio, and um, you know, uh, it, definitely something you want to check out. So, if you're not implementing kind of any of these kind of core fundamentals, kind of with your Shopify store, it's it really is a good time, uh, you know, to kind of check them out. You know, it's just, you know, if you're if you're kind of just getting started out, you know, there really is there, there's a free plan available. So, if if you're you know uh, on the fence, uh, new with Shopify, and uh, have little to no customers at this point, um, it's certainly worth um, uh, getting involved in. Uh, this solution because then you're educating yourself on kind of what best practices are and you have a great framework right from the beginning you know and it does scale slowly kind of as your business grows and uh, so no matter the size you know of your list or the maturity of your Shopify brand you know just kind of having access to this platform really will significantly improve your conversion rate and you know kind of your engagement with your customers you know or potential customers you know all with kind of this desire to kind of I guess, cultivate loyalty and customer value. So um, go check them out. So if you're enjoying the show, um, I do massively appreciate uh, if you could take five minutes and kind of subscribe in iTunes and then kind of rate and review the show. You know, it's one of the kind of best ways you can kind of show your appreciation kind of for um, the continued production of this show. You know, I do truly appreciate you for kind of being a, a loyal listener. You can tune in uh, next week. I do have a really interesting chat, actually, with uh, Charlie, who's the the CEO of Loyalty Lion, and it's a very popular kind of data driven loyalty and engagement solution, like for Shopify. And you know, I pose a question to uh, to Charlie, and I said, you know, you know, when's the right time to start thinking about customer loyalty? And uh, you're going to learn kind of what the kind of key drivers are for loyalty programs and 
you know, what you need to ask yourself kind of before you get started. And, uh, you know, most importantly, kind of like what are the metrics that you need uh, to understand to kind of measure success of this sort of program? So it really is a fantastic episode. There's lots of learnings, lots of takeaways. So um, I look forward to you joining us on that episode. Well, that's a wrap for this episode. Um, thank you again for taking time out of your day, uh, busy day, no doubt, or your commute, and listening to the show. I truly appreciate you and your desire to level up your skills and your knowledge uh, with e-commerce and uh, with the Shopify platform. Until then, enjoy the rest of your week and take care.